Because I think about too, like a lot of people in my age group and friends from uni, a lot of those friendships end up being stepping stones to career choices, connections mm-hmm. to like job opportunities, all of that. And that's just like one kind of dimension of life, let alone, you know, the support that you get from friends just in general, having close friendships and, and all the other benefits. So, yeah, you feel like, are they going to be missing out on a lot mm-hmm. if, if this problem isn't addressed but then i also think about like just to play devil's advocate here my college years and my 20s were actually a time where i made by far the least amount of friends of any time in my life like all of the people who are in my life and who i know will be in my life forever are either people i met before i was 20 like in Mm -hmm. high school or grade school Hey friends, it's Nicole and Kate, your girls from across the globe, Sydney, Australia, and Puerto Rico to be exact, and we're so excited to be sharing this time with you. I'm Kate. And I'm Nicole, and welcome back to another Candid Conversation with us. Each week, we bring you a new conversation about a topic that we can relate to. We share our own experiences and thoughts in the hopes that you'll realize that, one, you're not alone, and two, that open and honest convos can lead to awesome discoveries, shifts in perspectives, and energy to move ahead with confidence. Because that's what real friends do. They provide love, support, and space for one another to share without judgment, speak without hesitation, and to learn from each other, even when we don't agree. And with that, let's dive in. Hi, Kate. Hi, Nicole. Uh, How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to talk about our episode today. I'm very excited to talk about it, too, because it is just very on point with our show. (laughs) 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 and friendship because today's topic is all about maintaining friendships and I think as we grow older and wiser and as we move around and get new jobs become entrepreneurs experience a pandemic um, that a lot can change around us including friendships and how we interact with people I know that the pandemic for a lot of people was a huge impact on that we're going to talk about that a little bit today And also just about the importance of maintaining friendships. I mean, obviously you and I have, you know, not to brag on us, but we've done a pretty amazing job of that. (laughs) We have. Yes. I mean, there have been a lot of opportunities for our friendship to easily fall off the map. And it hasn't. Exactly. And there's lots of reasons for that. It's definitely been intentional. And also, I think we both appreciate that maintaining friendships isn't easy. But we also know how impactful they are and having that support system around has been so integral to my life in so many ways. I know in yours as well. I think we're on the same page there, like with valuing relationships. Yes. Even just listening back to our previous conversation on whether or not to commit to an event. I don't know if you noticed, but we talked a lot about relationships and people. It was a recurring theme in that episode. So I think this is why this is very important for us to talk about. Oh, that's so true. I didn't really think about that, but great point. And it's also actually the topic of if we take ourselves back a lot of episodes, episode 49, we talked about when it comes to friendship, is it quality over quantity? Mm. And we kind of discussed like how friendships have come and gone throughout our lives and 
how different things impact that, like moving or changing jobs, getting older. But today I feel like maybe kind of one of the more main focuses for us is based off from a actual, I think it was an Instagram reel, right? An Instagram reel that someone had shared with you. It was an Instagram post. Okay. It's really interesting how it came about. So you know how people say that like social media is listening? Mm. In, in this case, it was it's Instagram. Um, I was out, funnily enough, with a friend, Steph Clark, who's been a previous guest on the on the podcast and we were talking about friendships omar was with us at that dinner you know how omar asks that question i know he asked john this question when we were together in japan he asked her very directly do you have a best friend oh <laughs> i love how he asks that question do you i love friend? it because <laughs> again just like us you know relationships friendships it's it's something that's top of mind i think maybe it is like an age thing or season in our life I don't know Mm -hmm. it's one of the questions that we ask when we're with people and so we started having this conversation like she answered the question and so we were chatting about friendships that that evening at dinner the next day I get a message from her on Instagram a DM and she shared a post that it must have been promoted or fed to her and it was after our conversation and it was our women experiencing a friendship crisis. Mm. And so she shared this post like Instagram is listening. And then I read the post like, but this is really interesting. And she suggested like, I think you and Kate could, could chat about this. I'm like, Super, yeah. yeah. So that's okay. How one <laughs> really creepy because I've, I've had that happen to me so many times where I'm like, oh my goodness, totally listening. Mm-hmm. And two, thanks Steph for sharing <laughs> this and recommending that we chat about it because after you shared the post with me, And just like looking at our notes for today's episode, I mean, it brought up so many great points, like things that I've kind of thought about in passing, but Mm -hmm. I guess I've never like stopped to talk to someone about. Yeah. Um, So I think that that's going to be really interesting. Like one of the very first things that it said on the post was that nearly 59% of young women reported having lost touch with at least a few friends since the pandemic began with 16% saying they are no longer in regular contact with most of their friends. That blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did notice on the post though that and and this, you know, stat does say young women. So it kind of made me think like how is this different for different age groups or maybe for men mm. because I think a couple of the slides specifically in that post we're talking about 20 somethings. Yes. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the the post was maybe more targeted to yeah, younger women, women in mm-hmm. their 20s. I mean, not to be like all old woman about it or anything, <laughs> no, but like no. <laughs> this is like our our next generation, right? Like exactly. if if this is happening, that is a huge concern. Mm-hmm. 16% say they they're no longer in regular contact with most of their friends. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know. That's why it's like, yeah, it's good to have a talk about this. And that's why I think that question and reminding people of like friendships and their relationships with other people being important, I think is a good topic to talk about top of mind. Cause that is, that is, I'd say, I don't know, sad. It's, 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 it's definitely saying something. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that really made me think about like, okay, 20 somethings. And I think in one of the slides specifically, you know, a girl was kind of doing like a face to camera, mm. little expose. And either she had mentioned or alluded to the fact that like, we, we've just graduated from like high school and yeah. are, you know, going into our college years and there's a pandemic. And so what our experience was at that time where we got to go to college and live in a dorm mm-hmm. or, you know, what we all have different experiences with that. But for a lot of people, like those are where you make your lifelong friendships. Mm-hmm. And so if that's taken away and you don't have that experience, then... One, what does that do? Yeah. And two, where do you kind of like, quote unquote, make up for that? Yeah, that that's a really good point. Because I think about too, like a lot of people in my age group and friends from uni, a lot of those friendships end up being stepping stones to career choices, connections mm-hmm. to like job opportunities, all of that. And that's just like one kind of dimension of life, let alone, you know, the support that you get from friends just in general having close friendships and and all the other benefits so yeah you feel like are they going to be missing out on a lot Mm -hmm. if, if this problem isn't addressed but then I also think about like just to play devil's advocate here my college years and my 20s were actually a time where I made by far the least amount of friends of any time in my life Like all of the people who are in my life and who I know will be in my life forever are either people I met before I was 20, like in Mm -hmm. high school or grade school, or I met them in my 30s. So like, that's kind of the flip side, right? Mm. Like, I don't have friends that I stay in touch with from college. My work years and my 20s, I worked at jobs where Mm -hmm. I just so happened to work with people who were significantly older than me. I was in banking. So like a lot of the people that I was working with were older than me. And so like, I don't have friends in my life from my Mm. twenties. That's interesting. I I do have friends from my twenties and friends from college. Yeah, that is interesting. But I guess more so like what I'm trying to say is I think this is really important to recognize. I'm very happy that we're having this conversation. Also, like we need to kind of figure out the solution versus, you know, this happened. Yeah. Right. These these are real stats. Mm -hmm. So where do we go from here? Right. Yeah. Because you've got the girl that did the face to camera. She talked about the pandemic. I think the pandemic resulted in people moving away from where they were living mm-hmm. and that impacted maybe not seeing because one of the one of the slides on that post what do you call it when it's that swipey there's a name I right a carousel a carousel yeah. listen to us what do the kids call it when a post you swipe left so yeah we will <laughs> link up to this thing in the show note or in the description of this episode so you could take a look at it maybe you know what it is <laughs> anyway one of the other little bits of information Thanks. on that on that post was that proximity matters researchers found that friends living within a mile of each other are 25 percent more likely to feel happy and since the pandemic many people live further away from friends than ever Mm. this is actually came to light um recently when i was chatting with some friends who did move away from sydney pre-pandemic ended up living in in an area in new zealand 
that's a little bit more rural, less, you know, urban. Mm-hmm. And we just reconnected with them recently. Yeah, the pandemic happened and, you know, a lot of people got cut off because of the pandemic. But what also happened to these guys was that moving away from their friends to an area where they thought, well, we're going to get the benefits of, you know, a bit more of open space and a bit of a natural, healthy lifestyle living, you know, away from a very densely populated area they realized that they'd had cut themselves off in many ways from their friends. Mm. And it was, you know, Mm -hmm. really front and center. Um, And it became really apparent to them. And so now they're kind of thinking, oh, maybe we'll come back to Australia. So, yeah, I think about that decision when you do, and in my life personally too, every time I moved away from wherever I was living, I either had to be super intentional about maintaining contact with those friends that I now don't live close to anymore or I'd lost touch. Like it's just, yeah. it's going to happen. All to say, proximity does matter. So Definitely. So what, one of the things that came up that night, I think we, you and I talked about this too in Japan, was imagining a world where you intentionally create, live and build a community surrounded yeah. by your friends. So was, we were talking about that with Steph and I feel like, did we talk about the same thing in Japan? When we were totally about like creating our own little compound, (laughs) living off the grid and just like having all of our best friends, like on the same plot of land together. I know we talked about that. We thought, because this is like posts like this show that people are recognizing, even young people that are experiencing it are saying, Hey, this is going on right now. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Instagram accounts like, like this one are bringing it to light. And so I can see that possibly that that is something that might happen if we're intentional about that. If if people think, well, that could be a good idea. You might have to sacrifice. Okay. It might be hard. Like you might have to compromise like where you live and, and all of that. But what you'll get is that closeness to your friends and a, and a community. I can see people making that choice. Yeah. It's a huge like pros and cons when you look at like the decisions that we make in life and moving is certainly one of the bigger ones because it affects so many different facets of your Mm -hmm. life. Right. And while you might be excited to make a move because you're going to a new city, maybe, you know, for that space that you talked about and getting to like own a home with land, um, or maybe it's for a job or, you know, to be closer to family, whatever it might be. The constant there is that you will always be leaving behind a community Mm. And, you know, of course, that could look different for everyone. Maybe you didn't really have so much of a community where you were at and you're excited to go to create a new community. Or maybe you had an incredible community and you're leaving that behind and kind of wondering, like, am I going to be able to find this again? I certainly remember feeling that way when we came to Puerto Rico from California, because we had such an incredible community of entrepreneurs and my family was there and my girlfriends that I had grown up with, like... That was proximity to the umpteenth degree. But, you know, we came to Puerto Rico and not only did I find an incredible community here, but also that being intentional that if you want to maintain friendships, if you want to keep friendships in your life, like that just doesn't like happen without nothing. Right. There's a lot that goes into continuing to stay in touch with someone and it might be following up five times to try and schedule that chat yeah. to catch up because you're both busy and you live in different time zones. And 
I don't know, again, I think we're a pretty fantastic example of that is like our time zones could not be any more different. And we figured it out not only to catch up with each other, but to run a podcast together. <laughs> like, <laughs> yay so, us. I mean, yeah. yay us, this can happen. But again, I'm, I'm not diminishing the, any of the feelings or the mm. things that are going on. Um, I, I think that there are probably, again, these vast differences in the way that we grew up. And, you know, I also think about like growing up and creating friendships without social media mm. and how that must be so different for people, especially in their 20s. Like they've always had social media. How yeah. has that impacted the way that they make friendships and create friendships and maintain friendships? Like is maintaining a friendship to them like DMing on Instagram? Because yeah. like to me, maintaining a friendship is you know, getting on a call or doing what we do. And so I think that like those differences and experiences have a big impact too. I agree. I think it's like social media kind of gives you the illusion of, Mm -hmm. of a friendship in some ways. And I know that sounds really harsh. I think in this post, they talk about social media and they refer to it as like a snack of social connection. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a good way to put it because it's like it's it's not to completely you know diss it and say there's you're not going to gain anything from it and it's you know there's some validity to it but if it's the only thing or if it's your only experience or if it's the majority of your experience then I think that's where I can really step back and appreciate not having grown up with social media and understanding and having the experience of friendships where you make time for each other. Sometimes you might not even feel like getting out of your pajamas and going for that walk or whatever, but you're like, well, my friend's expecting me to be there. I said I would go, I'm going to do it. And, you know, mm -hmm. that constant reinvestment of time in a friendship, if you don't have that experience and if, you know, you've just got this kind of little low intense kind of touch when it comes to social media because it's just a like or a comment or a DM. Yeah. Yeah. You know, another one of the slides on the carousel. <laughs> That's what it's the called. Post on Instagram. <laughs> that actually made me stop and that I don't agree with. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's a great question, but I think that there are a multitude of answers to it. And maybe the question was to prompt people to come up with those answers. Mm -hmm. But the question was, how do adults make new friends if they don't have kids, don't have a dog, or don't drink? And to me, I kind of felt like there's like a million other ways that you can make friends. Like you don't need any of those things to make friends, right? Mm. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't, mm, I see the point in it though, because, and I see this too, when I go for a walk, I see all the dog walkers in the afternoon mm -hmm. or, you know, pet owners, dog owners, and they're gathering there at like four thirty, five o'clock or whatever time it is. And they're all chatting and like, there's a lot, especially in this area that I live, like there's a big group of them and I can see like, wow, that is a way that they're very easily have a way to connect. Funnily enough too, going back to that example that I gave of those real friends who'd moved, the mom, they've got a kid and, you know, she's been able to have friends through the school group and the mom's group. Mm -hmm. So... 
like I can see and and I think it's not to say like oh you you have to have those things in order to have I I do think there's a there's a responsibility in society or in general to look out for creating those either institutions opportunities for people to connect because yeah it might be easier for someone who's who's got a dog and you know they're meeting people at the dog park or mom or a dad dropping off you know kids to school and making those connections yeah i mean i could see how it might be quote unquote easier but Mm. like that's kind of back to the point of like making friends and maintaining friendships is not supposed to be like just this easy peasy thing right yeah otherwise it wouldn't be meaningful so like i think of like the million other ways that you could easily connect and meet people through the yoga class that you Mm -hmm. go to or through the church that you go to or you know any number of those things like you could swap any of those Mm -hmm. things out for anything right yeah making an effort with your neighbors like how often do people talk to their neighbors that's something that you hear like nobody knows their neighbors anymore i think it's just coming back to that awareness and being conscious of the fact that recognizing friendships community strong social ties are important and it shouldn't to your point you're right like it's not meant to be easy and there is a and given, it's worth it and it's worth it yeah and yeah there there's a get i think what you were gonna say like there's a give and a take mm-hmm. and sometimes you give 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 and you don't get anything yeah. back and maybe those friendships go they're they're done I, i've had plenty of friendships yeah. like that where i'm not gonna keep chasing you right. like it's a two-way street right yeah. yep. <laughs> I've had but yeah I, I feel very blessed to have a lot of very close tight friendships I do think it's a huge shame that how so many people have experienced the pandemic is resulting in stats like this post shares, which again, we're going to link up in the, the description of this episode, because that that can't go on like that. One of the other ones, a 2021 study found that 22% of Americans say they haven't made a new friend in the past five years. Mm. And that's not even pandemic related. If you look back five years from 2021, that's 2016. Yeah. You haven't made a new friend in the past five years? Like, why? I guess that's a bigger question is like, why is this happening? Mm. Yeah, that's such a good question. And I think if any any takeaway, I think this is such a, a big conversation. I love that we're having this Huge. conversation. I, I feel like I want to talk about it even for, long, for longer. But if there's a takeaway here, it's like you can make new friends. Like I know that we've made new friends and I'm in my 40s. Omar's in his 40s. We've made new friends here in Australia because we moved from San Diego. And, you know, we had to get very intentional about doing that, about, you know, creating a community around us and, and, and reaching out to people and making the effort. So, yeah, I think – and there's also another – like I suppose another thing to, to say about this is that I think we've got this idea that if we don't have hundreds of friends or you know dozens of friends we're somehow less than or that's what we're supposed to but I don't think that that's true. I don't think you need most people actually will admit when you look at these studies that most people have just 2 3 4 at the most close friends. That's okay. I think it's going probably going back to our original um, conversation that we had back in the day is it quantity over quality? I think if the focus definitely is definitely quality over quality, quantity. Right? Yeah. So I think if we just can focus on making that effort to making even just one new friend, 
you know, mm-hmm. a year even like set yourself an yeah. intention. I think, I think it's, it's doable. It really is. It's doable. And, and as we've said so many times throughout this episode, it's so important, like for your health, for support, for your mental wellness, for everything. If that's not worth like all of your effort, I don't know what is. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. Well, I know that we could definitely, as you said, this is such a huge topic. Maybe we're going to have to do some type of follow-up on this because I do think it's such an important conversation. I'm really glad that we were able to have it today. Yeah. And look, IG was listening. It fed, you know, Steph, this account, phenomenal, phenomenal is the account on Instagram and we'll link up to mm-hmm. the, to the post and the account in our, on our show notes page that it sparked a really good conversation. Yeah. Agreed. Thank you, Steph. all right as we close out today's chat on maintaining friendships we hope that you've picked up a thing or two you can carry with you today and moving forward to give you that extra boost of confidence and support when you need it most and friends oh friends If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you have a friend in mind who might also enjoy our chats, make the effort, reach out, share the podcast with them too. Send them to canrelatepodcast.com or have them search Nicole and Kate Can Relate on their favorite podcast app. Until next time.